0: Submissioned
1: Cover, Talking Heads, Burning Down the House. Can you guess the band before I tell you? You got three, two, one. It's Paramore, so pretty cool cover from them. Leading things off this week on Living With Grandma, the warm-up mix. Uh, Led off this week a song from Pond called Neon River. Then you heard Quentin Brock, Broadway. Writer for that, Gainesville's very own Laura Jane Grace with Birds Talk 2. Probably the third time you've heard that song here on Living with Caramel because, hey, we like to play some repeats every once in a while. Speaking of repeat, this is a band that I didn't pay much attention to in their uh, early days, in the 80s. But in the 2000s, the 2000s, 20s, actually, a certain ratio, which has been around for 40 years, has been uh, releasing some really cool music. You hear them all the time on the show. And this one's called All Comes Down to This. And then after that, you had... Tiki Tiki, I think that's how you pronounce the band name, but anyway, it's spelled that way, and their song title is Bank Robber, and once again, you're listening to Living with Grandma on WGOTLP Gainesville, welcome to the show this week, so let's do some news. Local news. Alright, so locally, I guess the big news here in Gainesville, we've got a weird weather winter. Which basically means one day it's 80 in the afternoon, the next day it's only up to the 50, so these huge um, weather swings. On top of that, speaking of weird weather, my house, I got a direct report, uh, first-hand account, uh, held this weekend here in Gainesville. Got about, uh, you know, 20 or 30 little uh, half-inch pieces of hail that rained down. Um, Onto my yard, so um, that is your weather update Uh, Next up and let's talk about traffic 13th Street oh my goodness Always a mess trying to go either up 6th or 13th and now they've got two Lanes on the right-hand lane that are kind of boxed off causing huge bottlenecks and luckily I can drive right around all that stuff, but i got to imagine that's pretty unpleasant around 5 o'clock in the afternoon. That's a traffic update. Um, Business news here in Gainesville. uh, Got a brand new bong shop opened. Um, Bong shops have been kind of a a topic of discussion here on Living with Um, Cramlon. Apparently, people really love their bongs. Uh, and I'm old enough to remember the days in Gainesville where there was one bong shop, and that was modern age on university. But um, yet in my district, uh, I've got a brand new bong shop open that was in that old Gator garage that it took them like over a year, I think, to pull out. Like the gas tanks probably were uh, very toxic. Uh, and they eventually developed that little property into a small, like, um Business with all glass around the outside. So I'm thinking, like, oh, what kind of small business wants all glass around the outside? I don't know, maybe a cell phone business or um, locally, like a maybe some kind of car detailing type business with want all glass windows. No, it's another bong shop. And on top of that, it's another bong shop in this area that's got smoke in the title. And so I have no business to do with, with this bong shop. Uh, Not for or against. Uh, It's Sixth Street Business News, and it's a Smokeville. Uh, So, like I said, if you're going on Sixth Street and you look and you see a building that's all glass and it's got bongs in the window, that's the new um, uh, Smokeville shop. And it's amazing how popular the bong shops are in this area. Because I was thinking, and I've talked about this on past shows, like if I put like a little dot down for all the bong shops in this little two square mile area i think there are five um there's three up on um 13th street um smoke city one by um i don't know what that one's called but it's um right by chipotle and then there's one right by hogan's heroes that has smoke in the title and now on Sixth Street, hopping over, you've got Axe, which used to be a convenience store, which is now half convenience store, half bong store. Then you've got this glass bong store. So I guess that's five bong stores in a real small area. And if you think about it, like visually, uh, watching a movie where it's like a CIA movie, and they're at a firing range and they're firing at a target, and then it's got one of those machines that like um, brings a t- paper target towards you um, to see how you did. Well, the bong shops around 6th Street uh, and Stephen Foster neighborhood would would look like an assassin um, shooting that paper target every single shot like right around the heart so that's a business news Um, in convenience store news I saw something that I had never ever seen in my life before and I was at a convenience store that I don't usually go to I won't really say why I was there but I saw a man, he went up to the cash register and he had something in his hand I had never seen before um, in a convenience store. And this man was holding a tiny can of beefaroni. And I said, oh my God, I know that every convenience store that I've ever been in has an aisle of food and one of the food choices is a tiny can of beefaroni But I've never seen anyone actually go down that aisle and purchase food. So this man, um, he was purchasing a can of beefaroni. And I don't know if you've ever been down the food aisle, like in a little local store. Not like a 7-Eleven, that's fancy, but like, you know, uh, in a Gainesville corner store. Walk down that aisle, and no matter what the convenience store, who the owners are, they have like a little corner. A dusty corner that no one ever goes down, and it's got like a very small grocery um, area. And there's always, like I said, there's always like a tiny, not even a regular beefaroni, a tiny can of beefaroni. There's a ramen noodle selection. There's also all always a tiny can of a uh, Dinty Moore soup. And then usually there's like a regular size can of um, beanie weenies from Van Camps, and like I said, I mean most time has dust all over it because I've never really seen anyone buy anything like that at a convenience store, and I for sure had never seen anyone buy the beefaroni. So I thought that was a really cool um, story I would share with you. And before we get back into music, the most important topic of the week here is going to be our fundraiser for WGOT coming up. This Saturday, uh, February 10th, beginning at eight in, eight. In, try it again, eight a.m. Not really a tongue twister, or shouldn't be, but eight a.m. Saturday morning. You've got um, Fred Sauter. He's going to kick things off, and Fred's great DJ, uh, the longest basic person that's been with the station here at WGOT, Maybe. Maybe him and Marcus, but definitely uh, Fred Souter has been here since the beginning. He's going to kick things off, and we're just looking to raise some money for the station. So if you go to the Facebook page, um, WGOT has our Facebook page. We're putting information up about that all the time, like what's going to be happening, how you can donate, and uh, really trying to raise some money and keep the station on the air. So anyway... It's going to be the uh, WGOT VD love uh, this Saturday beginning at 8 a.m. So uh, anyway, back to music. Let's do some electronic stuff. I'm going to start off with Bicep with Chroma 001 Helium. <laughs>
2: That's here. That's here. We'll pack them off That's here. That's
3: Yabba. Everybody everywhere you go, got to be just who you are Down in London to Africa, got to be just who you are Everybody everywhere you go, just, 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 just be who you are From Suriname to sanico
2: it's tall
1: Okay, that's Gems With Younger Wrapping up an uh, Electronic music block Here on Living with Krama Stuff I normally play On my other Great radio show Kramla Mix Show So uh, Kind of a little Look-see What you would see On that show But anyway First song Is Bicep With uh, Chroma 1 Helium After that You have the first of two From Brittany Howard Who um, Probably best known As the lead singer Of the great Uh, new blues band or newish blues. Um, She is the lead singer of Alabama Shakes. And i really like to see her venturing outside her uh, zone of music to do some um, electronic and house music. So uh, big ups to her. I mean, it's only going to help her career when she kind of goes back into uh, blues at some point. But anyway, Electronic music from Brittany Howard, Prove It To You. Then it was a BBO Sound Machine, Got To Be Who You Are. After that, you had uh, one of the all-time greats, probably the longest-standing uh, electronic band, going way back to the early 90s is Orbital with David Holmes and DJ Helen, featuring Mike Gary, and that one is tonight in Belfast. Right after that. The second and last song in that set you had from uh, Brittany Howard, Red Flags. And uh, that is everything you've heard this week here on Living with Kramla. And before we do uh, some news, not news, we did news already. Before we do topics, let's talk about a really important topic here in Gainesville and to WGOT. And that will be on uh, Saturday, February 10th, doing a 16, yeah, 16-hour yeah, sixteen Radio telethon, trying to raise money for uh, WGOT. Um, The best way to keep up to date with that is go to uh, the Facebook page, but we are really almost back in desperate monetary times, uh, so we could really use your help. Um, Go to, uh, like I said, the WGOT Facebook page as well. As You can do Venmo WGOT forever. You can subscribe on patreon whatever you can do That's why we're doing the 16-hour uh, radio So anyway Let's do Hot topics and I'm going to go fast in this first part because I'm kind of tired of it and we're gonna talk about Taylor Swift but not really Taylor Swift the real topic is Taylor haters and I'm an independent. So I'm right in the middle of like Taylor, not like Taylor. And truthfully, I probably should be more like Taylor because never been in a scandal, been like a role model. I don't like her songs, or excuse me, yeah, I don't like her songs, but I don't hate her songs. They're all okay. So I have no reason not to like Taylor Swift, it's mostly because like, I feel like, She's using her media um, power to, at least in her mind, and that's all that matters, she's trying to give out a positive image um, to young girls. So there you go, Um, team, uh, I'm a Swifty. I can complain though, because it feels like anytime you turn on a television, sorry to give away my age right there, if I turn on a television, um, for the young people out there, you're turning on your TikTok, and I feel like, you know, there's a little bit of an oversaturation um, on the Insta, I think that's what kids call it, Instagram, uh, people that are Taylor haters, but I understand that. I'm kind of the same way. If you try, if I see something all the time in the media, I'm like, oh, I'm tired of that. And kind of revolting against it. But that said, I do still like uh, Taylor Swift. Then... You had people that were mad at her, not because she necessarily was on the TV or YouTube or whatever. They had a lot of people get mad about her because they were showing her during Kansas City Chief, Chief Games. And why was she there? Well, she's dating Travis Kelsey, who's one of the all time great tight ends. And it just so happens that Kansas City, of all places, is one of the great football towns or cities. And people started to get really really mad that they were showing her in her luxury skybox, celebrating, um, and basically every frame of her behavior was kind of broken down by, let's just say it, a lot of right-wing dudes. Incil, if you will. Um, So that happened, and they were all really really mad that they were showing too much Taylor, not enough commercials, Because that's really what football's about, right? It's about all the commercials in between. So they weren't really mad about all the commercials. They were mad about these little five-second flashes to Taylor when the play wasn't even on. So the play's over, there's nothing to watch, and they show a shot of Taylor. These made a lot of men angry. Very angry. So, from that level of Taylor hater um, to so basically, like, level one, you're just kind of tired of hearing about her because she's in the news all the time. Level two, you're really, really mad about her because um, you're a football fan and she's on the TV too much. To level three, which is the Fox News people and Newsmax, and they are accusing her of being a psyop. Now... Psyop is not to be confused with Cyclops. Cyclops means you have one eye. A Psyop, I think, from what I've gleaned from uh, Elon Musk, is that it's a person placed in a position where they are trying to trick you by not playing the person that they are. So, in other words, like, every professional wrestler. And they think that she's a psyop because she's going to, at the halftime of the Super Bowl, her and Joe Biden and Travis Kelsey, they're going to knee down. They're going to pray to God together, and he's going to be endorsed by Taylor Swift. And then right after that, Usher is going to come on, and he's going to do what Usher does. So that's why people are really mad about her, because um, they think she's going to take over the government. And this is all true. I'm not making any of this up. So um, I'm really talking about that third level of Taylor hater, And what I did is I did some market research on these people that are really mad about her. It's really level two and three. The twos are mad because, like, you know, she's ruining football. The threes are mad because like she's ruining the government and she's helping Joe Biden take over the government because he's so clever and like has great plans. So anyway, here's the market research I did and I can't completely take credit for this because I had two or three people helping me with it. Shout out to uh, Lazy G and shout out uh, Smoke Em. Uh, they both kind of gathered this data for me. So here you go. These are the men that hate Taylor Swift. And here's some data about them. It turns out that the men that hate Taylor Swift, according to market research, they are three times more likely to drive a ridiculous and oversized truck, um, despite the fact that they uh, don't need the truck for uh, lawn care or horses. That was interesting. Then another um, statistic we were able to glean about the Taylor haters the men, it turns out 84% of these men, they have a Salt Life sticker on their truck. So that was kind of interesting. Uh, then these Taylor haters these men, it turns out, according to our data, that 98% of these men have paid $50 or more for a video-on-demand rental for a UFC event. Hmm. Um, Also, Taylor haters, 91% have at least one Affliction t-shirt with a skull on it still hanging in their closet. Remember Affliction? Uh, Our data also indicates that 82% of men that hate Taylor Swift, somehow they all know at least one chorus to one song from Jelly Roll. Alright, right right after that, what else? Oh, turns out, according to our our, uh, market research, that 75% of the Taylor Hater men, that club, 75% of them think that Let's Go Brandon is kind of a really clever uh, joke. Hmm. I'm a First Amendment person and a Second Amendment person. Mostly First Amendment. And I agree, you should be able to print a Let's Go Brandon t-shirt and people should be able to laugh at you behind your back. Market research. 100% of the people that are Taylor haters... Um, They still have used the word bro in the past week uh, talking to one of their adult grown-up friends. Then it also turns out 14 out of 15 Taylor haters become very angered. They rate their anger on a 9.5 out of 10 uh, when they find a trans person using the wrong bathroom. Very upset about that. 62 Yeah, 62% of the um, people that are angered by Taylor Swift, they gave... Oh, I can't read. All right, let me reread this. Oh, okay, I got it now. So, it turns out the numbers are backwards in this factoid. 84% of the people that hate Taylor Swift, they have at least once in their life seriously considered getting a barbed wire tattoo around their bicep. So that turns out 84%. How many people actually got that tattoo? 62% of all people who hate Taylor Swift. Men, specifically. Uh, Then also, 98%. Oh, it's kind of like a current event. 98% of people that hate Taylor Swift, um, they also have mentioned somewhere on the social media today, rest in peace, Toby Keith. Then seventy-eight percent of people that hate um, Taylor Swift, turns out they listen to uh, Spotify and Joe Rogan. Then also really important, 100% of people that hate Taylor Swift, they also boycotted the NFL after Colin Kaepernick kneeled And all of them returned. That's 100%. Then 65% no? No. Not here. Last one. 92% of the people that hate Taylor Swift, according to market research, are men that still feel it's acceptable to use the R word um, for someone who might have downs or just being fun with your uh, friends. So 92% still use the R word. But um, pretty crazy. That is information about the same men that hate Taylor Swift. We don't hate Taylor Swift here. We love Taylor Swift, and we love music. Um, even though we don't necessarily love her music, we like her music. Um, but anyway, we do love music. And you got star. Can't say the second word. Um, star Effer with underwater slash in air here on Living with Kramer on WGOTLB Gainesville 100.1 FM. <laughs> from Porno for Pyros I actually spelled it Prano for Pyros Which tripped me up for a second there As I'm reading this back off my computer screen Anyway, uh, new music from Porno for Pyros, Little Me And it's going to be their first and last album in quite a while um, And cool stuff, I played two or three off that album So check that out um, Leading things off, you had Star Effer I can't actually say the name the station on our the name of the band on the station use your imagination what star Effer stands for but uh, that song is underwater slash in air then it was one from a great band name tan lines uh, vanishing point um, right after that you had torres with wake to flowers and that's all you heard kind of a mini block there rushing to get towards the end of the show Normally in this time of the show we do movies and television, and here's the truth: I haven't watched much of either. I've been watching a lot of YouTube, specifically Mark. And I think I'm gonna mispronounce his name, but I took three years of French in high school and two at a community college, so I think it's Mark or Rebele or Um Anyway, been loving his videos. I should have known about him a long time ago. I didn't, so I'm having a little Marc Ribolle renaissance. So you'll hear one from him coming up uh, called Essential Workers Anthem. But all I'm going to talk about this week is one movie I watched, and that's a 24-year-old movie. So how about that for great movie recommendations? But it's a movie I've heard people talk about all the time. I've had a lot of people recommend it to me. I've never watched it. Partly because I had it confused with another movie with a similar title And I had no idea what this movie was about And this movie that I watched this week is called Sexy Beast And it's all the way, like I said, from the year 2000 And uh, no spoilers and a 24-year-old movie And if you're laughing at me because you saw it a long time ago And you're surprised I never heard of it That's cool too, dude You do you But for me I finally saw this movie recommended a million, million times and loved it. It is a uh, European gangster movie, which of course means they're all going to talk with like fancy accents, which I really enjoy. Uh, and it's got a lot of people that I assume are from England or uh, close to England starring. Ben Kingsley, great actor. Um, Gandhi. Then after that you had Ian McShane, who's in all kinds of things, uh, most uh, notably recently John Wick, one of the main villains there, and then Ray Winstone, who's just a great actor. So you've got a great cast here, and what Sexy Beast is, is a basic like, gangster movie, and you'd think it's going to go along the lines of a regular Guy Ritchie gangster movie and kind of follow those tropes, but this is from a guy that does really interesting movies under my skin. Uh, which is one of the all-time weirdest um, sci-fi movies in a while. Same director, did that movie right after this one. So it's not a typical gangster story. It turns a lot of the gangster tropes on its head. And like I said, it's got an incredible cast, and you should check it out if you've never seen it. And if you haven't seen it in 24 years, go back and revisit it. That is Sexy Beast. And if I were going to do like a top 10 of the year countdown, best movies I saw... This is going to be a top 10 movie here in 2024 because I'd never seen it before. So there we go. We're going to do a little abbreviated version of um, movie reviews because I want to spend more time talking about the big event coming up this weekend, which is the WGOT VD Radio love starting at 8 a.m. on Saturday, going all the way to midnight, uh, which kicks off Sunday. You can uh, listen to pretty much almost all of your favorite djs doing live shows including myself you can donate a dollar five dollars ten dollars all kinds of donations are accepted through our venmo account and we need your help five dollars isn't very much but it is like when you start putting a lot of five dollars together and i think a lot of people can uh They can afford $5, I think. So, there you go. We're gonna be uh, starting it up this weekend. Go to the WGOT Facebook page for information or just tune in Saturday morning, stream it, or drive around in your car if you're local and enjoy what we're putting together. Anyway, I briefly mentioned Mark Robillet, who I'll do a longer review of his videos next week, but uh, played one of his songs a couple weeks ago. This is the second one from him. Kind of a mixture of what he does, which is electronic music and comedy. It's from a couple of years ago, so the title will make more sense then. It's called The Essential Workers Anthem, here on Living with Grandma.
4: Hard. It's no complex, no contest Put your hands on my chest, make it convex Make my eyes roll back like a am possessed All hands on deck if my name's deck This the shit they don't teach you in the end
1: Alright, that's your closer this week here on Living with Cramela. It's from David Nance and uh, Mode Sound. Mock the hours, and that's it. The hour is all done here on Living with Cramela. So let's comply with the FCC and tell you what you just heard in the last half hour of music. Let things off with one from Mark Rebelet Essential Workers Anthem. Then uh, new music from Pet Shop Boys, about to release an uh, album and go on tour. Uh, the new song's called Loneliness, and you can get the radio edit of that one. Then a little bit of hip-hop from Lynx, CPR. After that it was Omni with International Waters. And then uh, one you've heard, sounds very much like Jane's Addiction in my opinion, But uh, the band name is Meat Bodies. And it's the second time I think you've heard it on Living with Kramla. So um, speaking of Kramla, you can find me online. Just Google "Cramela" Radio Shows and that'll take you to this show, which is Living with Cramela." It'll also take you to what the show used to be called, My Friend's Place. And then on top of that, it'll get you to my electronic mix show, "Cramela Mix Show. So pretty easy. Spell "Cramela." C-R-A-M-E-L-A. Way more important than that this week. Something I have mentioned every break through the show this week. WGOT's got one of our Biggest, if not the biggest, fundraiser of the year is the WJOTVD Loveathon, an 18-hour radio broadcast happening here in Gainesville. Of course, you can listen to it by streaming. Um, I go to streaming.com. Other people use TuneIn. Other people use Radio Garden. Whatever works for whatever device you're using. You can listen to us uh, nonstop, lots of fun. Um, Of course, if you're driving around here in Gainesville, you can listen to the FM signal as long as you are kind of close to uh, 75, which is in the business what we call a limiting factor, but um, raising money this week, more information, if you are seeking it, can be found at the WGOT Facebook page, but um, anyway, we're trying to make some money, try to keep the station on the air, and that pretty much closes out. This living with grandma um here on a february episode the week before valentine's day and um i will not for sure will not have a new show coming out next week which will basically be on valentine's day but i will try to um, play whatever i do live this weekend from 2 to 4 in the cmc available on uh, the wgot streaming site I try to edit that together maybe in a new show. But anyway, until next week or beyond, let's be fair, could be beyond. Um, I'll see you. Have a great week.